<laughs> Hi, thank you for listening to a bloody podcast. It's always so fun to be talking and then be like, all right, and hello. Thank you. Hello. For- Life We're- is shit, but hello. Yeah. <laughs> what is the meaning of anything anymore? But uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, Maria Felix. Hello. Who has gone approximately 72 hours without electricity. So That's no, that was, <laughs> if it would have been that much, I would have, I probably would have left to somebody else's house. It was more like 40 hours. Oh, only 40. Okay. That's only 40. <laughs> <laughs> I freak out when it's like an hour. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, it, uh, there was not much to do. I have to say, we spent, uh, a lot of the neighbors and us spent a lot of time in our cars because those have electricity as long as they have gas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't so much finding stuff to do because I can read, I can do certain things. It was the heat. So, like, I couldn't even work on anything without just being distracted by the immense 114-degree heat Oof, that was happening. Yeah, yeah. Really? I my girlfriend was she lost power, and she's she runs hot. She gets she heats up real quick, and so she was like within an hour and a half. She was like, "I'm going to my mom's." <laughs> she just was over it. So yeah, we thought about it for. Probably majority of the time, <laughs> we just sat there and debated if we should stay or if we should go either to uh, one of our mom's place or to a hotel. And then, like, everything came with its own set of problems. And so eventually yeah. we were like, it will be more relaxed here than with our parents. Even if there's no AC and no TV, it'll be way more relaxing than having to deal with whatever it is that they'll inevitably make us do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what happened with my uh, girlfriend because she star gets to her mom's house and she's like, and my parents, like, immediately as soon as I got there, they were like, oh, you want to go to Target? (laughs) No. No, I don't want to go to Target. I want to sit here in the AC and pretend I'm at home. Yeah. (laughs) And then she's just like, they're so loud. She said that her mom was in the living room listening to uh, Christian music twice. She was listening on her on her TV and then on her computer. She was listening to Christian music. <laughs> so two different versions of Christian music. And then her stepfather was in the back playing Christian music on his piano. <laughs> She's like, it's, it's oh too much. God. There's too it's much going on. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a lot so anyways well we're i'm glad that you're alive and you have electricity now so that's good yes praise jesus <laughs> praise him well today we're going to be covering now we're going to be covering a case that is pretty uh current pretty recent in the news so i i just thought that this was an interesting case and it's one of those cases where even though there's information given i still feel like it we're going to be doing another follow-up episode later on but it was just it's just a something that i had wanted to look into for a while and that is 
the murder of Arkansas Senator Linda Collins Smith by her aide and friend, Rebecca Lynn O'Donnell. So, oh, on, Becky. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Becky with the good hair uh, murdered uh, a senator. On June 4th, 2019, Butch Smith, along with his grandfather, Benny Collins, found his mother in the driveway laying, lying face down, wrapped in an old comforter and shoved under a tarp. The victim was Linda Collins Smith, a Republican senator from Arkansas. She was stabbed multiple times. Uh, and on June 17th, so a quick turnaround, Rebecca Lynn O'Donnell, an employee and confidant of Linda's, was arrested and charged with, the death, with her death. So, well, yeah. She was Republican. No, well. no, no. <laughs> You know what's funny is I never used to have a problem with Republicans. I've always been a Democrat. And up until probably the last three years, mm-hmm. I've never really had a, a, a problem. There's, you know, there's Democrats that are like Republicans are soulless. Da, da, da. I don't really think so. But or I didn't really think so. But I think now if you declare yourself a Republican and say I am voting Republican no matter what, I just think you're a racist. Yes. It's like the word Republican and racist have just become intertwined for me. Yes. And I hope (laughs) I hope one day it's not like that anymore. But I can't help but feel that if you're voting Republican, you're just voting racist. Well, I, I I completely agree with you. I was an independent for a very long time, and then I switched to Democrat because, and I think of this last presidency had a lot to do with it. I think you were, it was like, okay, the people who are just, it's one of those things where if you're not defiant, you're compliant. And I think that, yeah. that one of the things that I will say frustrates me about Democrats, and that this is something that they've said, is that Republicans fall in line, Democrats fall in love. And I think that it's it's a it's our one of our pluses and one of our minuses, to be honest, is that Democrats, I think a majority of Democrats have to see somebody and like everything about them. And I think with Republicans, they see somebody and they go, well, like a, a friend of my dad's, for example, who just came down, very Republican, hates Trump, but is saying she's voting for him in the next election because she's anti-abortion. And the fact that she just will not budge on that one thing is to me just so crazy. It makes her so, racist. Basically yes. what she's saying is that she's secretly a racist. She's like, I'm using this one thing to vote well, Republican. I see. I just, dis- <laughs> I disagree. I, I am saying she's racist, but I disagree that I don't think she's, I don't think she thinks she's secretly racist. I don't think she's like, I'm saying I'm anti-abortion, but really I'm anti-black people. I think she thinks that that's a noble thing. And that's the thing is like, nobody ever thinks they're the bad guy. They think that they're the, the good guy in the scenario, in every scenario. And yeah, I, I think guess. Republicans are going to look back on this and, and it's going to be very embarrassing for them. Um, but I will say, <laughs> I will say this. I don't think any violence should go to anybody simply because of their political affiliation. I think that that to me, if anything, it just makes them a martyr, you know, like it just makes them it just makes them feel like they're justified because the other person is is doing something. But it, 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 even more so, 
And I think it, it's one of those things where it is kind of funny because I remember when she died, when she was found, and everybody kept saying it was because of gang violence, that gang members were coming and and people were trying. And it's like, why would a gang member care about a senator in Arkansas? Like, that just yeah. seems so crazy to me. And, and if I'm not going to talk about her politics or her policies because you we could argue about some of her more... I feel like outlandish policies and, but I just don't, I don't want that to straight take away from her as a victim because she is a victim. She was killed by somebody she trusted and it was unfair, but I just think it's funny that in the beginning, everybody was thinking that it was somehow like a gang member had, had killed her and she's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, she was a Republican before Trump ever came along. She was well. The game. What's funny is, she was first a Democrat. So she and then <laughs> and then, and then uh, Linda Collins Smith grew up in rural Williford, Arkansas. Now this mm. is all from her campaign, so you know I don't know how much is to be believed, but she claims that she grew up very poor, living ten miles down a gravel road in a home that didn't have running water until her teens. So Well, that's rural Williford, Arkansas for you. Yeah. yeah. We all know There you go. Know that old story. That old chestnut. <laughs> so Collins served one term in the state house, originally elected as a Democrat in 2010. She she switched parties and became a Republican in 2011 a year before the GOP won control of both chamber chambers of the legislature. She was elected to the Senate in 2014 and was one of the most conservative lawmakers in the majority uh, GOP chamber. Hmm. She lived in Pocahontas, Arkansas, which I feel like there's never been a better way to explain the racism so, of Arkansas than once Pocahontas, again, am- Arkansas. Yes. Once again, I'm I'm agreeing with you in that no violence should be brought against somebody for their ideologies on politics, at least not yes. in this case. But so far, she became a Republican a year before the black man became president. Right? Uh she <laughs> in twenty no, twenty ten. So she he was already president. He was already pre- okay, so that somehow makes it worse. How does and- it- I don't think and, it was because of Obama. Oh, well, you'd she, be surprised. Okay. And then she moves to Pocahontas, Arkansas. She's making some red flag moves is all I'm saying. Yo. Po- like she moved to Pocahontas, Arkansas. There was nothing racist about the word Willowsburg, Willisford, whatever it was. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Williford is actually short Arkansas for will it afford me the ability to be racist towards people. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what's fun is I literally wanted to start this off by saying let's not make we're not making fun of the victim we're making fun of Arkansas <laughs> <laughs> yes that's very true she was constrained by you know the state lines yes she she could only do so much she uh but yeah if you guys want to look up her political affiliations please do they are interesting <laughs> uh but i'm not going to talk about any of her sort of uh deals or anything like that 
so she married a Philip Smith, a circuit court judge. They had they have two children and three grandchildren. Uh, she filed for divorce from Philip in 2017, and they had a bitter legal battle. Uh, public divorce records uh, obtained by the Post show that Colin Smith and her ex-husband were arguing over $28,000 in gold and silver co- coins stashed somewhere. What? Among, what among other things. What an old school argument. That's, yeah. that's definitely an Arkansas argument. It's like they have they, some gold coins buried somewhere in the backyard. Yeah. She got my gold coins. <laughs> Where are they? I don't remember. But I don't there. know. Well, they also. What's <laughs> funny is they also uh, co-owned a Days In, which they then split. But that was a- another battle that they had. Oh, a so, franchise! And I yeah. know Days In was a franchise. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, some uh, scandalous news with Philip is that. His retirement was forced in December 2017 by the Arkansas Judicial Discipline and Disability Commission, which was investigating his improper use of court equipment during his divorce proceedings. According to a letter of reprimand, he agreed to step down from the bench and never again work as a judge. So he was using his gavel for home repairs? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He slept in his... He slept in his... Uh, robe. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he cut a hole in the crotch area so he could have sex in it too. Yeah, um, and just pee a lot faster. Yeah. That, yeah, that way he only he only had to give like two minute recesses in court instead of at least ten. Oh, that is so smart. You, you, you cut a hole, you stick your penis through the hole, and then you just literally just walk around and then you go and you and you just, when you have to pee, you don't even have to take your penis out of your pants. No, you because if you're yeah. yeah. You're wearing if you're wearing a robe, it's like a whole to do. It's like when you wear a dress, like a poofy dress, and you have to go to the bathroom, someone has to come and help you. I imagine it's the same for every judge in America and Canada. Uh <laughs> I I no. think you well, I think you would have to put another robe on over the other so your penis wasn't just flying around for everybody to see. So you could just lift up your one robe and then you'd have the penis through the hole in the other robe and then you just go pee and then you just live Here's life. Here's what you do. You get a you get a zip up robe to put over your dick hole robe. Uh-huh. And that way it's even it's faster cuz if you just got another pullover robe then it becomes the same problem. But once you just lift it up and then you just have your penis free? And then well, you know. well, no, because you still have to hold your penis and you have to hold the robe. And that's where oh. the, the the problems come in. See, I'm not, I'm not even thinking about... I'm just thinking that men don't hold their penis. I'm just thinking about just letting it sort of... <laughs> letting it sort of go. I forgot about men holding, having to hold their penis. Why is it that every aspect of anything is... Men have to hold their penises. That's I don't get. I don't like that. That's their whole life. Yeah, that's what they do. Oh, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so that's who she. That's who uh, Linda Collins Smith. That's the information we know about her. She, uh, she, her, a close friend of hers was Rebecca Lynn O'Donnell, who worked with her on her unsuccessful re-election campaign in 2018, and was a witness in her divorce proceedings wow she was a really good friend at the time 
Yeah, they uh, they were close friends and were often seen together in photographs on social media. So did they uh, always have like bitchy faces, like bitchy looks on their face? <laughs> yeah, they had duck faces. Um, <laughs> I remember when I first saw this, I thought I was I was sort of hoping, and I, I mean I know it sounds terrible, but I was hoping it was like a lesbian tryst. It's like, oh, wouldn't that be juicy? If it was like a lesbian relationship, but I couldn't find anything. So maybe, maybe it was. We'll see. We'll we'll find out. We'll find. <laughs> we will find out. Even though I just told you <laughs> it wasn't. Um, well, I mean, not yet, because like you said, it's still current story. Well, we'll get to that, but I have a feeling it's going to be a while before we find any other information out. Uh, Collins Smith's son and grandfather went to the house to look for her on june 4th because she had not been seen by or heard by anyone since may 28 2019 so they find her body under this tarp wrapped in a in a blanket and her body is so badly decomposed that they're not sure it's her they the son calls 911 and says i'm pretty sure this is my mom but i can't tell because the body the body is so badly decomposed Oh, no. Yeah. So it took the crime lab a few days to identify her, the body as being Linda Collins Smith. Once it w- her, the body was identified, they ruled it a death. And they also figured that the body had been moved from inside the house. So they got a search warrant to search the house. And also there were security cameras outside the house and inside the house. So they got a search warrant to look at the community. Uh, security cameras and they found video of Rebecca O'Donnell removing the security cameras from the home. They also found a security security footage in one report I read. They also found security footage of Rebecca standing over Linda Collins with a knife and that's how they were able to determine that she was stabbed because for in the beginning they thought maybe she had been shot. So they so, see her with a knife and they say, oh, she's stabbed. So Becky removed the video cameras and didn't try to do anything about the footage. <laughs> no. The footage itself. <laughs> no. Just removed the cameras after the fact. After the fact with her face clearly in the frame. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she's like, that'll get rid of... All the evidence. I just had to get rid of the cameras. She also, <laughs> she also, there also video footage of her buying bleach at a local uh, store. So they're like, well, why does she need bleach? It's like, uh. Yeah, clearly she doesn't do her own laundry. Yeah. So authorities arrest O'Donnell during a traffic stop while she's on her way to Collins Memorial Service. So O'Donnell claimed that her, the ex-husband had set her up for uh, killing his ex-wife. She said that uh, she, he was the one who told her to remove the, the cameras and that he planted stuff in her trunk. That's what she said. She also claims that when she went over to her house, she had made chicken cutlets and that's why she was holding a knife and that's why the, the knife was bloody which i've never <laughs> i've what? bought a lot of chicken from grocery stores i've never cut into a chicken and had it bleed 
so profusely all over me. Oh, you just you you don't you don't get freshly slaughtered chicken? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't even I, come with the head cut off yet. You just I've stopped I've you stopped do that going yourself. to that. I've stopped going to that freshly freshly uh, slaughtered chicken farm because I just oh. didn't think it was sanitary. So <laughs> It's so specific about making chicken cutlets. And you know what I thought of first was a chicken cutlet sandwich from New York. Like there's like a thing in like bodegas in New York. And then oh, really? if she, yeah, it's really good. It's like a it's basically a, like a fried chicken sandwich. But the way that they arrange it over there, it's just like it's delicious. And it's something about the bread. But beyond that, I would say that if she did make a pretty good chicken, like if I was a cop on the case, and she made me a chicken cutlet sandwich and it, it, you know, it passed the test. I wouldn't consider her a suspect anymore. <laughs> you I would get go, it. okay, make me a sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and if she made it to your satisfaction, you go, not guilty. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's keep look. Let's keep looking, everybody. She can't be the culprit. Not if she knows how to make a chicken cutlet sandwich. That's going to be your your litmus test for every killer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, John Wayne Gacy. I don't think he did it. He made me a chicken cutlet sandwich that was delicious. Yeah. I feel like Gacy might make a good chicken cutlet sandwich. I feel like Dahmer would make a really bad one. Oh, well, yeah. I would not eat anything <laughs> yeah, Dahmer gave <laughs> I don't care if it's popcorn. I wouldn't eat it. I would not I'd be like, what'd you what'd you use for butter? <laughs> like <laughs> I'm not use I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. I feel like Aileen Wernos would stick a cigarette butt in it, so she wouldn't know what she's doing. She would she would take you'd be like, make me a chicken cutlet sandwich. She'd be like, give me twenty five dollars and she you'd give her twenty five dollars and she'd go, All right, would I'm not doing it. You're the devil. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if she charged twenty five. That's more than she charged for sex. Yes. Well, again, <laughs> as we as I've stated many times, she was a horrible hooker or prostitute or sex worker. <laughs> I feel comfortable calling her a hooker because she was terrible at it. Uh, but she was an awful, awful sex worker. Uh, Just didn't have a savvy business mind. No, <laughs> shocking. But yeah. yeah. I think it would be. Why are you going to business school? Uh, I want to sell my body on the freeway. <laughs> I need to learn the the market value. <laughs> oh, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, learn the value of our assets. Yeah, that's all. We all need to take a little business classes. All right. So now we get to the reason, and the and we'll find out in a little bit. But there isn't really a specific reason like O'Donnell hasn't come forward and said, this is why I killed her. She did. We'll find out. She did plead guilty, but she has never given an explanation. Um, her son believes that O'Donnell was stealing money from Collins. And when she, her Linda confronted her about it, she snapped and stabbed my mother to death in a fit of rage and perceived self perseverance so that she wouldn't go to jail. Um, really? Yeah. The, it seems like the court also agrees with that because in April, 2020, uh, judge Fogelman signed a search warrant to allow investigators to look through 
a 2011 Ford Focus belonging to O'Donnell's mother. Another search warrant allowed authorities to search computers and storage drives Collins owned and the Rock and Roll Highway 67 Inn, Zenith Hospitality Corporation. Other search warrants. Is that the warrants- Days Inn? Ah, <laughs> uh, I could have sworn they said a Days Inn, but maybe it's the Rock and Roll Highway 67 Inn. I'm sure that there's probably a law where you could like have a a sub name, like a doing business as or something. Oh, that's true. And then it, like maybe it was named that and then they like bought a Days in franchise and then turned it into that. It seems and, like. Or maybe she, maybe she's always had like a, a, a motel hotel dream. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? It seems like her <laughs> hus- ex-husband was that. And that they couldn't figure out. He wanted to name it the Highway 67 Inn, and she wanted to name it the Rock and Roll Inn. And they were just like, <laughs> all right. Let's, so let's they settled on Days Inn. <laughs> no. What if yeah. it's not a what if it's not a Days Inn as in D-A-Y-S, like the actual chain, <laughs> but it's Days Day D-A-Z-E. Oh, I was thinking we were gonna say like D-A-E-Z Days. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So on um, other search warrants were for Linda Collins Smith's Google account, including her email and list of her logins from May 25th, 2019 through June 4th, 2019. Uh, O'Donnell's fiance, Tim Logans, has stated publicly that he doesn't think that, oh, first, he doesn't believe O'Donnell did it. And secondly, he doesn't think that Od- that Becky stole money. Because he said that he was public, Collins had granted him power of attorney after her divorce, which makes no sense whatsoever that this senator grants her friend and co-worker's fiance as power of attorney. Was there any proof of that or he just said it? He just said it. I haven't found any proof, but that's one of the reasons why he's saying that, um... It, that she couldn't be guilt, uh, guilty of it. Now, the reason why there's not a lot of uh, speculation and there's not a lot of evidence shown in the case is that several judges recuse themselves from this case. They think it's because the ex-husband was a circuit court judge. And so I don't, for some either loyalty or maybe they thought that they would be too they were too be too biased that they had several uh several judges uh the first judge judge harold irwin he recused himself didn't give a reason but also s- sealed all all the records thus preventing information on the investigation from being released second judge was a retired circuit judge named david gutson he uh was appointed to the case but then requested the Arkansas Supreme Court to end his assignment. The second, or then another uh, judge was Second Judicial Circuit Judge John Fogelman. He's the final judge to oversee the hearings, and he's presided on the case since November 2019. So, is it because the defendant was still trying to say that? he was the like he was like basically hiring her as a hitman 
Or did she stop sticking to that story? She had said that. See, I have different reports where she said that while she was in prison. So she didn't say that like right away. She said that while she was in prison. Because we'll, we'll, I'm going to get to this, but she, she does a bunch of other stuff behind bars. So she's actually, when she was arrested and charged, she actually behind bars was trying to convince several inmates to help kill uh, basically all of Linda's family and then some coworkers that she worked with. What? Yeah. So, okay. So an unnamed woman, that's what was confusing me. An unnamed woman came forward and said Colleen Smith wanted, or sorry, Rebecca O'Donnell wanted Colin Smith's husband, ex-wife, and three others, including a judge and a prosecutor, killed from behind bars. She told the woman that she wanted to have the them pack the ex-husband's new wife, Mary Smith's belongings in a bag so it would look like she was in the process of leaving her husband. They were to either shoot or hang Phil Smith to make the situation look like a murder-suicide. Then there was a second inmate named Cassandra Geofreon where she had turned over Several handwritten notes from O'Donnell, including a suicide note O'Donnell allegedly gave her November 5th, where she had written out the suicide note that she wanted planted by um, Philip Smith's body. Wait, Philip Smith is the senator's ex-husband. The senator's ex-husband, yeah. So O'Donnell wanted the the ex-senator's ex-husband and his new wife murdered and to have it be made look like a a murder-suicide. In addition, and this is all after she had already been in prison for killing the senator. This is, yeah, this is while she was awaiting trial, but after she had been in prison for, um, for, uh, she was awaiting trial for, uh, killing the senator. That's crazy. This sounds like there's some, like, one of those, like, like, dark, deep secrets between those yes. two families that they're just not talking about. Yeah, that's what I think is so... Well, that's what I think is so weird about the judges recusing themselves. Yes, and then also that yes. one judge who not only recused himself, but sealed all the court records. Yeah, Like, what, what was so... What What did you need to hide, you know? What scandal do you have in Arkansas? Yes. Uh, so, there was also... There's also video footage from the prison of O'Donnell handing this letter the suicide note to a prison guard. So, cause they were like, they were like, if O'Donnell tries to deny it, she could say like, Oh, I didn't write it. And then they could be like, Oh, we have this footage, you know? So well, she could be hand to be fair. She could be handing him any letter. That's true. Just like, Hey, what's up? My name's <laughs> Becky. No, like here's a letter I need sent to my mom. I think oh. you have to hand it to, to security officers. Anytime you write a letter of any well, sort. Well, she handed it to a prison guard. Well, that's she what did, I mean. Yeah. They did, I don't or think not it, a prison guard. She, a prisoner. Another prisoner. Oh, because you said handing the letter to a prison guard. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I meant prisoner. She handed the letter to a prisoner because she wanted that, wanted that prisoner to pass it on to whoever was going to kill the ex-husband and, the, and his new wife. That could have been anything, too. That could have been porn. They, they can't get porn in prison. They draw their own porn. Oh, okay. So you're saying in this scenario, in your scenario, Becky O'Donnell is now 
drawing porn for the female inmates at this and handing them out. I'm sure that if you you find different talents in prison, okay? okay? Mm -hmm. And if you are one to be good at, at drawing the female body or even the male body, if you're good at it, I'm sure you just, you learn that. Look at Aileen Wernos once again. She was not much of a, an artist when she was hooking, but when she got to jail, she drew plenty of pictures. Yes. And she uh, was really good at it. Richard Ramirez. John Wayne Gacy. See? He painted a bunch. Yeah. He painted a bunch. And <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny if, you know, being in prison has really ta- helped me tap into my unfound, n- newfound talent of just drawing very lifelike genitalia of <laughs> vaginas and penises um <laughs> very Giorgio o'keefe-esque yes pieces <clears throat> have been made i mean honestly there probably is just like a few van goghs in in prison that will will go forever unknown just being circulated just like yeah i love what you did with the pubic hair you really <laughs> You really got my likeness. She's just drawing other women's vaginas for them. Here you go. Everybody deserves a portrait of themselves. A portrait. <laughs> That's what she's doing. I want to show the beauty within. You never the know. The vagina. <laughs> That'd be so uncomfortable to sit, to pose for like a, a spread eagle picture, like a, oh. a painting. The other day, so I rarely do this, okay? But sometimes when I get out of the shower, I'll have a wild hair at my butt. And I'll be like, I'll just, I just want to lay on my bed naked, okay? I rarely do it. Oh, I love doing that. It's fresh. There's, there's never, I, I rarely have an, uh, um, I rarely have a moment where I'm clean and the bed is clean, you know? But I had just washed the sheets the other day and I just, you know, so I was like, I can do it. So I lay on the bed and I was like, I'm just going to air out my vagina. So I lift my leg up. Oh my God. I pulled a leg. I pulled something in my back. I was like, how do straight women do this all the time? (laughs) I was just like, I did this for 10 seconds and I was over it. I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. What position were you in exactly? I was sideways, but I like lifted my leg up and I was holding it. And I was like, there's no way in hell. I don't even think now I'm gay by, I don't think I'm gay by, I don't think it's a choice. I just think it's necessity. Like, I just feel like now. Your muscles have formed to being gay. I'm just gay by sheer laziness. Cause I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to lift my legs. (laughs) (laughs) What did you call them? Straight women? Yeah. Straight, straight women. Oh, straight. I thought you said oh, street. Street I was like, women. What do you oh. think? Why do you think like prostitutes only do this this position? <laughs> oh yeah. Like prostitutes are like, wait, let me get on the ground and lift my legs up. Hold on. <laughs> so uh O'Donnell also asked women to travel to the Randolph County Sheriff's Office where her car is impounded and blow it up to destroy any evidence that may be in the vehicle. A third inmate, Rebecca Landrum, also came forward and told investigators that O'Donnell approached her several times about killing Phil Smith, but also Prosecutor Henry Boyce and Circuit Judge Harold Irwin. Both were previously involved in a case against O'Donnell. 
Inmate Melissa Duede told authorities she not only heard the solicitation of Landrum, but that O'Donnell also asked her to get her boyfriend to kill Smith and Boyce. O'Donnell, she also overheard O'Donnell ask Landrum if she knew some Mexican people willing to kill Smith. Landrum stated, yeah, I could see about it. O'Donnell then gave Landrum a list of names and the personal information of those she wanted dead. (laughs) It's the best answer to give whenever somebody asks you to do something shady. It's like, yeah, let me look into it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And then just slowly back away. (laughs) Yeah. I just love, I just love that. I love that so much. It's like, me and my me being an asshole i would have been like what white people can't kill you killed somebody hire hey hire a white person maybe or a black person why can't black people kill people yeah why is it the mexicans specifically the mexicans too yeah i I would (laughs) i mean it's just maybe she she obviously had a predilection for stabbing so yeah maybe see she associated that with them so she the was person originally... she was asked. Sorry, no, no. The person she was asking was not Mexican, right? Or were they? No, she was. Yeah. It was. Oh, she was. This okay. is Arkansas. I have a feeling that most of the inmates in the jail cell were Mexican. So I have a feeling that yeah, she probably was like, "Hey, do you know anybody?" <laughs> she was only supposed to be charged with the death penalty, but because she was going to be charged with capital murder, but the prosecution then gave her a plea deal, which she took and agreed to plead guilty to killing. So she confessed that she did kill her, but all she did was she said, I stabbed her until she was dead. She never said like why she did it or anything like that. So interesting. She was sentenced to 40 years on the charge of the first murder and three years on the charge of abusing a corpse. And then seven years for the two Jackson County charges of solicitation to commit capital murder. And so those two charges will run concurrently, but will be added to the Randolph County sentence of 43 years. So it'll be a total of 50 years that she'll be uh, in prison. Why was she charged with abusing a corpse? I thought the video only showed her standing over the corpse. Anytime you, I'm, I'm assuming I didn't, I was wondering that too, and I didn't really find I didn't find anything specifically. But I looked up abusing a corpse. Anytime you move or uh, oh, gotcha. adjust the body in a way, they can charge you with abusing a corpse. Oh, yeah, it's weird. Um, and this story is also like, even though it's in the news, it was in the news and everything, it's still not like as big as you think it would be for a senator dying. And it's kind of like they yeah. covered it up a little. Not covered it up, but they, they definitely tried to keep it more quiet than normal. So bizarre. Yeah. I want to know what it is that happened. Like, she wouldn't just kill her. It was her best friend. And, yeah, you know, somebody who she believed, like, should be in this position of power, it seems. Yeah, it's really weird. And also, it's like, why did the judge steal the records? Why were so many judges recusing themselves? You know, um, that's shady as hell. The guy, the ex-husband definitely has something to do with it. Oh, I firmly believe. I think that the ex-husband and the his new wife and his 
the friend, Becky, and her fiance probably all have something to do with it. Um, but yeah, and, and, and I will say that I think it might have something to do with this, this motel because they were, well, the motel or the coins, because that was the, those were the two biggest contentions in the divorce. And so they were, and it's only like, the weird thing is, is it's only, it was only $28,000 worth in gold coins, which I mean, look, if I got $28,000, I'd be ecstatic, but it's not that much to kill over it's not enough especially not for a senator or a judge to be fighting over yeah so there's got to be more to that than yeah i and also i think it's because you know when it first came out what i thought was interesting was that there was so much speculation as to what it was and then when you find out that it was just her friend everybody was like all right well it was just her friend i guess we can move on yeah it's like like, like, no, no 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 that makes it weirder that makes it so much weirder that it was it was her friend that she trusted. Yeah. So yeah, I just I find so I'm interested to find out more. But I wanted to do this because I just thought that it was an interesting topic um, to kind of show like how I think sometimes like it, especially in my opinion, especially with like white people, white on white crime, that's sort of like swept under the rug as like, ah, well, it was just a thing with two friends. You know, like, it's like, no, that's, these are two, this is the person who killed another person. Like, yeah, we should be talking about this. And then allegedly tried to have four other people killed. For, yeah, so many other people killed. That, she had a whole list. Yeah. She had like a shopping list of who she wanted to kill. What I would think would be funny is like, it would be like if she was like, uh, well, I guess I should put in, uh, you know what? Let me just put in the, let me just put in the wife. I'm just going to. Yeah. Just, I never liked her. It's fine. <laughs> she, she always introduces herself to me and we've met like four times. So I'm just, yeah, let's just put in. I mean, I don't know that she had anything to do with it, but I, uh, just on the safe side. Maybe she was treating it the way that you make an invite for a party. It's like, you know, that. If you invite 50 people, then like 15 to 20 will come, you know? So she's just playing. It's a numbers game. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, look, if they kill half of the people on this list, I'll be happy. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy, though. What are your what are your theories? I think I think a few theories are possible. I think that maybe Philip and the senator and Becky were in. A, a thruple and it went Ooh, really sour be. yeah like maybe be. maybe they both promised her stuff and neither of them de- delivered and he got remarried and like you know she's like i'm not gonna give you anything and yeah maybe maybe she went mad from that maybe she's like maybe one of the kids between the two is secretly hers Ooh, something like that and Uh, she found out and she found or like you know she wanted to tell the kid and they didn't want her to and they were going to have her killed and she killed one of them first okay i don't know it's it's oh so you're saying that becky's the mom of one of the kids and she wanted to say it yeah but they didn't want her to so she they were going to kill her but she killed linda before the so she could protect herself by being in jail yeah or they're all aliens <laughs> and the senator was about to do something really dumb to out everybody 
Yes. And so she had to kill her. And the list is of other aliens. <laughs> I want to say that your last one is more plausible. No. Um, I want to believe your last one so much. I, want, I, want, I legit, you know what I will say? I, the conspiracy theorist part of me is like, that checks so many boxes. Yes. That checks why they sealed the records. Yes. That checks that why there's been no reason why why Rebecca hasn't been interviewed, you know, why hasn't because usually when people kill or when they they always want like she never mounted a defense. She immediately pled guilty. So she never was like, oh, you know, Linda came after me and I defended myself or, you know, whatever. She was just like I stabbed her until she was dead. And so it's like, oh, maybe she was an alien, which is <laughs> an alien. Yeah, it's an alien-like answer. I why did you kill her? I stabbed her until she was dead, and then yes. it's also like alien uh, logic to be like, I'm going to remove the cameras. Yes, because <laughs> obviously that's where the footage lies, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put them somewhere, <laughs> and then also alien-like question to be like. You are Mexican. Do you know of other Mexicans who like to kill? <laughs> yeah, it's like you were a Mexican. You are a Mexican who <laughs> preferred to kill. Do you know of other Mexicans who also prefer to kill? I who am are not in jail. <laughs> yeah, I am a Xenon and I prefer to kill. But the other Xenons do not prefer to kill. <laughs> <laughs> they do not share my bloodlust. <laughs> <laughs> they will all know my power <laughs> oh my god i think we just came up with a good conspiracy theory. we solved it man that's why becky's in jail <laughs> she's in jail because she's an alien yeah yeah all right well i mean you know that's it i guess we don't need to do a follow-up because i think we answered it <laughs> no it'll be it, but seriously it'll be interesting to find out eventually hopefully one of them will like write a memoir like five ten years from now or something oh yeah i could see the fiance of becky writing it writing a, a memoir writing a tell-all oh right she had a fiance yeah she had a fiance oh what's he doing now we should look him up on facebook <laughs> his name <laughs> is tim laggins let me see if i can I'll search, I'll search his name Kenny Loggins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kenny Loggins. Uh, he's just really upset with her because she, she, he told her over and over again, no when to hold him, no when to fold him. Yeah. No when to walk away. Yeah. Uh, and he told her to stay out of the danger zone. <laughs> I am the danger zone. <laughs> so it's Tim T-I-M, in case you didn't know. Uh, L-O-G-G-A-I-N-S. Oh, he was on Good Morning America. All right. Well. Aliens. Yeah, it's aliens. Uh, All right. Well, if you guys are listening to this and it's Wednesday, September 9th, please check out our Twitch show on the Pack Theater Twitch. That's www.twitch.com slash packtheater. (laughs) You're like, and you're the only person that says www. So, well, I've been told that they have to say, they have to put in the whole thing. That's why I say it. Um, and I learned that from www.gmail.com. 
<laughs> where I have my emails. Um, so, uh, yeah, check us out at 8 p.m. And we have a very funny comedian named Jolene Lunzer on, and we're going to play a fun game. And, yeah, that's that's going to be uh, a fun show. And please follow us on Instagram at Bloody Podcast. And please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash bloodypodcast. And if you liked this episode, if you could rate and review us or just share this with your friends, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. You said it all. Yay. I did it right. Yay. Uh, thank you guys I, for listening. <laughs> Have a good night. I did it right. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't forget to turn off the camera. <laughs> <laughs>